infinity and beyond! No choice. Here comes the smolder. Some people are worth melting for. Wow. So great that gods would hang a picture of them in the stars. Float like a Cadillac, sting like a beaver. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anyone can cook. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the World of Podcast. My name is Sydney, and I'm very excited to be your host today as we kick off 2024. And I'm so excited to be joined by the lovely Sky. Hi, Happy New Year, everybody. So today we're going to be looking at all things new in Walt Disney World Resorts in 2024. So we can get started with some roundtable. I guess it's going to be a pretty short roundtable, but because all of our Disney news is kind of coming up. But I think we have the best news we could possibly have. Sky, do you agree with me? I would agree. This is pretty great news. Um, we finally met in person. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so so for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, you wouldn't have seen that we met at the Fiesta Bowl where our alma mater was playing. So we got to finally, finally meet there. And it was like Yay. two seconds, but it was amazing. Yes. We, it only took us going from three hours apart to literally flying across the country for us to finally meet, guys. So um, it, was, it was definitely unintentional, but really cool that it happened the way that it did. So really fun. We sadly missed Mark. He was not able to attend our game. He was planning to, but it just didn't happen. So he wasn't able to join us. But instead, roundtable for Mark, he is actually, he just finished the Dopey Challenge this morning. And yes. so he has ran a lot in the last couple of days. It's like 40 I'm trying to remember what the... Is it 48.6 or is it 48.2? It's 48 point something. Mark would uh, yeah. be able to tell us exactly. But he ran the Dopey Challenge, which for those of you who do not know, is a huge group of races. It's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a marathon. All in the span of like one weekend, which is absolutely insane. So it's insane. he's dying, okay? <laughs> like he's kind of dying right now. But that is okay. Um, so he is not able to join us today because he is, you know, in Disney right now. So it's a pretty good excuse if you ask me. Um, but yeah, that, that I think is our main two things for roundtable today. So we're excited to hear from Mark yeah. later on about his experience with Run Disney and doing this whole thing in one weekend. <laughs> He'll pro- you'll probably have a Mark episode coming your way soon, which would be the first one with just him. We will each have had our own episode then. Yeah, I did. I called him this morning, touched, and I got to FaceTime him for a couple of minutes, and he seemed in really good spirits still. Um, he said the weather had not been great. I'm sure he'll talk about that then. But, uh, and he had just passed the halfway point when I called him. So nice. he seemed in good spirits, and it was 8.30 at the time, so that's pretty good. He had been running for a few hours already. So for him to still be in good spirits and be halfway is an awesome thing. If you check out our Instagram stories, I'll say this because it was on our Instagram stories. He also did stop to ride his one of his favorite rides on the way and he was doing pretty well. So, yeah, I know that they I'm interested to hear him talk about how they had to cut the half marathon short Um, because I've seen so many different people posting about it and saying that because of the weather and the snowstorm that we had up here. Um, they had to cut the whole thing short and it only ended up being like seven miles instead of 13.1 for the half. So a lot yeah. of them were running in the parking lot 
to get their full mileage. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, got to do. See, I would have taken it as a rest. Right. I know. But I know. I think it's the guilt. It's like the, yeah. they feel like they should do it all the way. My parents are down there right now. Um, actually, they were down there for something else, but did Disney on either end of the event that they're down there for. And they were like, yeah, it poured. <laughs> like, it was yeah. gross. It was disgusting. I am not a fan. But I saw some other people said that they just went into the parks and did, like, their time in the parks instead of, like, running separately in the parking lot. Yeah. Because I think that would be more exciting, personally. But, oh, well. That's totally what I would have done. I, yeah, I'm like, I would have taken, I would have gone back to bed early, actually. <laughs> like, you're getting yeah. no sleep. I would have gone to bed. Mm-hmm. Because they do it all before the parks open, guys. So they have to wake up and be up, like, and ready to go before three. So yeah. the um, only one that I, I know today went through when the park was open. My mom was, my parents were in line at Tower of Terror. And you do, I believe, you get, like, lightning lanes. If you're running the race, you get to go on the, like, straight there. You don't have to wait in the line. From what I could see. I don't know if you have to get lightning lanes or if you automatically do. Mark will be able to talk about that more. But my parents were having racers, like, running up the Tower of Terror queue line. And then it apparently was down. So some people were waiting. Then they saw racers coming back. They're like, we don't want to mess up our time that much. So we're going to keep going. But they were in the park this morning. Like, at my parents were there pretty much at opening. And there were the racers were getting to Hollywood Studios. Or at least the later blocks were. Because I'm guessing, I don't know how many groups there were. But I know, like, some of them start a lot earlier. Some of the ones you might get a later block. So, it might I don't know how often they sent them off and all that. But, yeah. yeah, Mark will be able to talk about that in his episode. Which I'm excited to see and hear. So, now to kind of the just new stuff in 2024. We've got, I think, a really awesome list. Some really awesome things that we are very excited about. Some things are happening. Uh, we are recording this on January 7th. And there are some awesome things that are literally happening and come two days from now on the 9th. So before this podcast even gets posted. And I think we are very excited about those things, especially. But overall, some awesome things, some good announcements. And yeah, let's just get started. Um, I don't have these in a particular order. So they're not all going to be by dates or by what we're most excited about. Um, and you'll be able to hear that as we go through. But so the first thing we have that is kind of on our list for new things coming in 2024 is the Epcot Communicore Hall and Plaza. I think I'm saying that right, which more or less to me, this says all the walls are going to be down. Yeah. Finally, after what, four years? Yes, which means we don't have to walk all the way around Texas to get to something like what in the world? It takes forever to get from one side of Epcot to the other side at this point. And I'm really excited for the walls to be down just so I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, I hope it's better. My parents went to the new part and sent some pictures that we can post when this goes up. Um, And they're like, it's cute. They really didn't put anything there, though. That's Um, what I've seen in all the pictures. It's very basic, but I have heard from people that like based on the original drawings and like the makeups for graphics, it was supposed to be like tons of flowers and it's very, yes, like, it was very vibes. But all the people that I've seen commenting and complaining have had other people coming back and saying, you need to give the time for like the plants to actually grow and sprout and like do what they're supposed to do because they're not going to immediately be there 
So it's going to take a little bit of time for that to happen. Um, so they said to give it like a year or two before we can see the full effect of all of like the flowers and the trees and the bushes and like the beautiful garden aspect of it. Because right now it's pretty okay. Humid. So I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. Now we'll let you know in a year's time <laughs> if it actually followed through. But everybody's saying to give it time. So I'm trying my best here because that was four years of time, if not for nothing. So for it to be like cute. Yeah, but like I miss some the plugs and Walt, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> like, I'm like, I really hope it gets well in the drawing, the original drawing, which I don't know if this is what's going to be in the hall and plaza area because there's supposed yeah. to be like a kitchen that they can do demonstrations in during food and wine. I saw something about a mixology bar, I'm guessing for food and wine as well. I don't oh, know if that's going to be open all the time. I know that's where they're going to put the art store because there was an art store in Epcot. And it's going to be a lot of art on display now, which makes sense. Epcot makes sense to have that there. Um, more food, I'm hoping. There's supposed to be some other things, too. I really hope they have, like, a couple of quick service or little booths there all year round. It seems like it's going to be a lot of festival stuff. And at this point, you have maybe two days in Epcot without a festival. Let's be real here. Like, yeah. you go to start the year, we're about to hit um, Festival of the Arts, and we're going to go straight to Flower and Garden straight to food and wine straight to holidays then you get a few days of break yep between holidays and um festival of the arts and like maybe a few days in between but honestly you don't have long without a festival so yeah no i agree and the other thing that's supposed to go up there i'm guessing in the hall plaza area is the mickey and friends meet and greet which I don't know if you remember that it used to be kind of where Innovations was. They used to have yeah. them meeting there. So I'm guessing it's just going to be, I know it was Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy, I believe. Sometimes other characters were there. We met Baloo there once. Oh, that's um, cool. Right outside of it. So I'm guessing that's where they're going to put the rest of those characters again, is they're going to go in that meet and greet area. Hmm. Interesting. But that's just kind of a new meet or not that's not even a new meet and greet it's bringing back yeah i wonder if they're gonna like make it newer and more exciting though instead of just like the exact same thing it was before i hope even yeah. if it's well right and we're getting out of like the hundred and all that so they're not going to be in their cute outfits i think they could really capitalize on making different outfits for these characters for each of the festivals yeah i know I that's agree. a lot but that's my opinion is you could really capitalize on that in epcot especially since the, and make it exclusive to Epcot. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like for, I think the really difficult ones would probably be like mini, like the ladies, our ladies of the Fab Five, if you will. Yeah. Because they have to have like their full dresses and whatnot. But like for the guys, like you could just change up part of what they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Especially for Mickey. I mean, like even just change his pants color or maybe do like a suit or something like that. I don't know. There's something you could do to change it up yeah. a little bit. I love art and I love like I like art but also music and stuff like that and so my mind is I'm picturing this I don't know if you can I'm like I can picture what Daisy and Minnie could wear very easily yeah. for like Festival of the Arts give her like a super cute little paint dress that's got paint splatters all over it yes flower and so garden cute. And a cute little floral outfit food and wine would be harder but for like Minnie you could do like a cheese dress like a dress with like little pieces of cheese different cheeses yeah. all over or something like that that's literally cheesy haha Oh my um, god. But also like <laughs> it's she's a mouse, so it's like cute. I got the pun. I got the Thank pun. Thank you. 
Hopefully our <laughs> listeners at home did as well. And then Hope for the the holidays, that. they can do like a winter theme since it technically goes through Christmas and January. So. Yeah. And it's like really basic cute things that they could do to make it a little more Epcot exclusive too. Yeah. Because I feel like not a lot of people go to the meet and greets at Epcot because they want to do it in Magic Kingdom because it's like the classic situation. Yeah. But I would want to go if it's them in special outfits. So that's part of why I like meeting them in Animal Kingdom where you can. Um, Hollywood Studios, I have not sat and met them, stood in line to meet them at Hollywood Studios. They do have super cute outfits there, and they've got, like, Sorcerer Mickey and things. Mm -hmm. But, like, Animal Kingdom, they've got their cute little safari outfits. That's one of my favorite places to meet with them. It's an awesome area. You've got a big map of Animal Kingdom behind you, and it's Minnie and Mickey meeting together. Yeah. Like, otherwise, the rest of the parks, I'm like, I can meet them at, like, they're cute, but it's not the whole, make it more of an experience like that. Yeah. Now, that's not, okay, part of that is stuff that we're just hoping they do. You're <laughs> also going to hear that a lot, because that's not all guaranteed. That's, like, what we're hoping to see with this. Um, the next thing I have that's also in that area is Disney's Boardwalk is getting the Cake Bake Shop, which I'm, like, I'm not a huge fan of that stuff. And if you've heard us talking lately, you will have heard me talking about the amazing ice cream over there. So I'm kind of like, oh, that's going to be cute. But also, um, I love the ice cream there so much that I don't know if I'll go there. But the boardwalk is so underrated that it needs something else to help, like, grow its appeal. Because the boardwalk is amazing and gorgeous, and I adore it. I definitely agree. I think it will, hopefully, I'm hoping that it will bring more people to it so that they can, you know, revamp more stuff. Not just the tape shop, you know what I mean? I think if they see more and more people starting to come over, that we would have a more of a revamp refresh. I don't know. Maybe. Fingers crossed. That'd be cool. But I'm excited. I think any new sweet shop can be a great addition. But I do agree. I'm a big beaches and cream girly, so I love ice cream. Um, So that's going to be hard to toss up in place of the cake bake shop. Well, they're on totally different sides. So actually, the cake bake is going to end up directly next to the boardwalk ice cream that we that my family went to which is on the opposite side of the is it lagoon there well, i don't yeah. remember what it's yeah it's lagoon i think most of them are lagoons i do too i'm like going through the list but yeah it's on the opposite side from beaches and cream mm-hmm. so if you're on one side you'll tend to go to one if you're on the other side but the cake bake is going directly next to the new ice cream shop so that'll be even more interesting but then like i can't I think it's going where ESPN, the ESPN bar used to be, which they took away something that I don't know if it was necessarily busy all the time, but okay, we're doing this in January. The the college national championship for football is tomorrow, and I'm only plugging that because Mark's team is in it, but I'm an (laughs) Ohio State fan, so I refuse to say the name of his team. Um, Just out of readiness, and Mark and I go back and forth with that. But then you've got the Super Bowl in a few weeks and things like that. Then I'm like, it had to draw some money, but I guess not enough. Yeah, I guess not. So it got replaced. But I hope it brings more stuff there because it needs more stuff there. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just a lot older. Like it hasn't been really touched in years. So, yeah, that's true. So let's stay kind of on this side of Disney. Um, we have the Little Mermaid show is finally reopening for the first time since COVID. 
and there's some changes that we're not really sure what all is going to be. I'm a little nervous about the changes because I was a fan of the original show, but I think I'm hoping that it's going to make it even better than what it already was. So I think if they're adding songs, it just makes it more magical because it's a little longer. I hadn't obviously I haven't seen it in like five years because it's been closed for that long. Yeah. But on top of that, I'm with you. I we didn't see it a lot, but I'm I'm an aerial girl through and through. Ariel's my favorite, so I'm excited for this. It tracks because you have red hair. <laughs> it does. I know. You have to. Merida. Merida came out when I was so much older that like I like Merida, but Ariel was always I was always Ariel. Yep. Makes sense. I'm excited. I hope. I hope the new additions are good. And I hope it's that just additions and they don't subtract from anything. I think they could do a better job of costumes for Ursula, if I'm remembering correctly. They could do a better Ursula. Yes, um, because she just rides in. Yeah. <laughs> I was Okay, I'm remembering that correctly, right? Okay. Yes. Unless we're both like having the same thought process and it's not right. But I'm 99% positive that she rides in on a rock. Like it's like, and then, well, Ariel, no, no, no. So she's not on a rock. She's like a whole, like her body rolls. She's like a big. Yes. Ariel rolls in on a rock though. That's the one I'm thinking. She does roll on a rock. I would love to see them pick some things up because the Little Mermaid has been on Broadway. It was a full Broadway show. I would so love why, to see them bring in some of that yes. to Hollywood Studios and be like, hey, let's make this more what we know it can be with the Broadway style stuff. Yeah, I agree. In that same park in Hollywood Studios, we also have new scenes coming to um, Star Tours and it's spring 2024. Some of these do have official dates. Some of them don't. Some of them just have kind of general timings. New scenes from, I believe it's Ahsoka and Mando are all coming to Star Tours. That's nothing new. We get those fairly frequently, but it'll be nice to get some new experiences and meet some new characters when you're on the ride. Some new characters that you can assist as your rebels trying to escape. Very cool. I'm not going to lie. I think I've seen the same one like 20 times. And I was completely in denial that they actually had different ones until the last time that I went with my mom and I, we were there in November and I said, mom, this is the first time I've ever had a different one. I think in my entire existence of doing this ride, <laughs> she's like, there's no way you see the same one. I said, I promise you, that's why I don't like this ride. It's because I keep seeing the same scene over and over and over again. And so I actually enjoyed my experience when I went in November because it was the first time I'd seen something new. And I was like, this is great. This is so much fun. <laughs> no, I, I know that everybody else probably hasn't had those experiences. But for me personally, I seem to catch it on some bad days <laughs> when I get the same No, one. there are definitely, I there are definitely I, some repeats in there. I get it. <sighs> somewhere I'm like, I'll get everything's the same except like one thing will be different. So I totally get it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's fine. I, and it could be that I'm just being highly critical because I'm not a major Star Wars fan. I don't know. But <laughs> that could be why. But still not bad. No, not a, bad you, for like a 15-minute wait. You know, I'll do it. Yeah. There's normally not a long wait there at all. Like, we'll wait 30 minutes for it. But normally it doesn't get above that. Like, yeah. if it's 30 minutes, it's because, well, we're not going to get anything else done in that time anyway. Yep. Might as well wait in that line and do it. Because that's kind of how Hollywood Studios is now. 
it's like, well, I can't get anything done faster, so I'll go ahead and do that. Yep. Or everything else is broken down. That was my big thing, too. That oh, yeah. You had every, we had a lot broken down, and then just a couple, you guys had a lot broken down, too. I know my parents sent me a text earlier, Moana's journey of water is down. How is Moana down? How is the journey of walk of water, which is a walk through <laughs> like attraction? How is that down? How is it closed? I don't know. Maybe it's not working. Maybe none of the water features are working. I don't I like, know. I'm sorry, it's totally off topic, but also like on things that recently opened. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Are you ready to head to our next park? Yeah. We have. It's tough to be a bug being switched over to Zootopia retheme in 2024 over at Animal Kingdom. I'm so here for it. Your Zootopia heart happy? Yes. Okay. Speaking of Zootopia heart happy, did you guys, I don't know if y'all saw this, but in the podcast group, we were like completely shocked by this. Apparently overseas um, in the actual Zootopia area that they have as a land and they have the ride that i completely came up with but it's fine um someone got out of the car and then was ran over in the ride and i was completely shocked so i don't know if y'all saw that tidbit of disney news but there was a little shock and awe because people are losing their marbles in the disney parks here lately so I think that was like the final straw. It can't get any worse than that, right? I don't I don't think it can. Like jumping so out of a car. You want to know the name of the ride? I don't know if Utopia I want to Utopia Hot Pursuit. A child got pinned under the attraction. Like how do you they how do you let out. your kid? How do you let your kid jump out of the ride? How do you let that happen? I, I just don't, don't get, get it. it. So anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. The only thing it has to do with this Zootopia as a theme. But I'm very excited that little bugs will not be crawling all over me and a bug will not be stinging me. I am very excited to go in the tree again because I haven't been since I was nine. And so <laughs> I'm very excited. And the queue line is go not back. good enough to do it, Mark. No, I agree. I completely agree. You can walk completely around the tree. You can do all of the exciting things that he's talking about. Without Go see the kangaroos instead of right in front of ride. the tree. Yes, like this. No, I'm not. I'm not getting pinched by a bug. It's not happening. I will say, we don't ever do it. But I know for the time when it came out, that Hopper audio animatronic, the way it leaps out, was the first Fair of its kind. So it will be sad to see. It's always sad when you see something, especially Disney that we love so much, that was yeah. the first of its kind. Go. No, so I, I to see what they agree. end up putting there because I can't think of anything from Zootopia that's like could jump out at you like that. None of the yeah, characters they could have Judy Hobbs do it like as a hop in, but even then, that's not a rabbit thing. No, that's they don't rabbit. really like. They don't really do that. I'm totally. <laughs> you guys can't see us. I'm sitting here like doing the hop with my hand, like doing this motion <laughs> that he does with the like the hopper does, and none of you can see it. But that's just. I can picture it from an old behind the scenes thing I watched that they talk about how awesome that audio animatronic was. And but yeah, I, it was I, terrifying. Hopefully it makes me want to go into the tree of life. Me too. And I think the things that Mark was talking about where they have like the posters and things for the movies, but bug version, they're going to do that with Zootopia. Yeah. It's too easy. Yeah. It's so easy to do that. 
So I'll be curious. I hope it turns out as well as I think it could. I hope they take some of the ideas that they've had and like the things that have happened at Shanghai Disney and bring some of those like little ideas over. So it's yeah. better than Bugs Life. That's tough to be a bug because that's just that's a miss for me. Always has been scary. It's scary. It's I don't scary. like bugs. I don't do bugs. <laughs> Moving right along. Next one. Now I, I I saved Magic Kingdom for last. And we have the obvious one, and that is the Splash Mountain retheme to Tiana's Bayou Adventure coming late 2024. Sky, this is your other favorite. I put yours back to back. I mean I'm so excited. Obviously, it's already underway. I posted a little bit on the podcast page of what we could see when we were sitting on the train, which was a little bit of the queue line, but it already looked super cute. Um, you're starting to be able to see it on the front side, uh, all the changes that are happening, as well yeah. as they've got a cute little nod. They've got a few little nods to Splash Mountain that are going in already that I'm excited for because yeah. I did love Splash and I will miss it. I'm excited, but I'm like, obviously, it's still sad that they're taking away again something that we love is Disney people. Yeah, but one of the mountains. I wish they kept the mountain name. That's my pet peeve. I wish they found a way to keep it as a mountain because it's not a mountain anymore. Yeah, like Tiana's Bayou Mountain or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you could have found something. Come Tiana's on, Adventure Mountain. I don't know. Something like, just that, keep it so that we're not getting rid of because we don't have a mountain. We have two mountains now. I know. They could have just said Tiana's Mountain. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine. Splash Mountain featuring Tiana. Yeah, that's a little long, but yeah. <laughs> Tiana's Bayou Adventure is short? No, it's not. But nobody's <laughs> going to call it that. They're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to go ride the Tiana ride. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. We're going over at Tiana's. Yeah. Or the Bayou. <laughs> I'm headed towards the Bayou. Is it not a song? In the, yeah, that's a Yep. Going down the Bayou. Thank going you. down the Bayou. <laughs> Can this is what happens when you have a girl's day is you get the two of us being like, song? Yeah. <laughs> the other big thing that is mixed emotions as well is the country bear rating to what I'm going to call Disney songs with a country twist. That's yeah. supposed to be this year. Uh, some things I read said spring 2024. Others have said 20 summer. Others have said late 2024. Um, Tiana's was also late 2024. Those are kind of in the same area. So I could almost see them trying to do it around the same time. Yeah. Especially since it seems as though the songs are all done. Hmm. The songs, it sounds, it seems like the songs are all written, but they have to like reprogram the animatronics and all that, obviously, and figure out, they probably know who's going to sing what, because when you record it, you yeah. go ahead and, and get an idea of which bear is going to sing what song. Um, I will miss songs. I will miss classics like Blood on the Saddle. And tears will be the chaser for your wine, and all of the other hilariously awful, amazing songs that they sing there. Something, man. It's something. That is one that, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you are very weirded out right now. Um, and please, uh, there are definitely videos online of that show, and please go watch it so I sound a little less crazy. Yeah. In yeah. all fairness, they did take away the song. That said, Mama, don't whoop little Buford. Mama, don't pound on his head. I think you should shoot him instead. They yeah, did take I, away that one. I think good choices were made. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, the ones they're getting, like, I hope they keep 
I hope they keep the closer as, um, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, what's the closer right now? It's um, Davy Crockett. Because Davy Crockett was a Disney, like Disney did Davy Crockett things. I think Davy Crockett as a closer could stay and would work really well in with the rest of the Disney things. Yeah. So we'll that's see. Great. We really don't know. I think they did Bare Necessities, and that's all that we know that's going to be there for sure. Which Bare Necessities, the puns, it makes sense. It makes sense for sure. And now moving out of the parks, a couple of DVC things. There's a new DVC lounge coming to one of the parks, but we don't know when or where, but apparently construction has started. Um, and the cabins at Fort Wilderness beginning this summer, 2024, will officially be DVC cabins and locations now. So that's some random DVC news. And now we get to the really fun stuff, which is park hopping and dining plan and virtual queues. Um, Sky, would you like to start with the dining plan news? Oh, this is so exciting. So starting January 9th, the dining plan will be available again. And they've already released deals for this, guys. So if you are staying at certain resorts and um, qualify, <laughs> there's very specific qualifications for this. So don't think that you're just automatically going to get free dining. But there are specific qualifications to this. Um, but there's an opportunity for you to get free dining when you are in Disney, as long as you qualify in all of the different tiny fine print areas that are needed to be. Um, if you have a Disney travel agent, just ask them about it. They will be more than happy to help you. But um, the dining plan, one of our favorite things that we've all talked about, it's a really, really cool experience. Um, it's one of the best ways to be able to experience all of the different restaurants in Disney and not pay like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars at Disney. You pay for all of your dining plan ahead of time. So that means all of your food. So you're there's two different levels that they're offering this time, the quick service plan or the regular dining plan. So the quick service plan is around $57, round up, probably about 58, because it's some change there for adults. Um, and there's two quick service and, um, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's two, sorry, I use my Disney, I use quick service food and beverage. Thank you. I was Sorry, thinking I used, food and beverage, but I was like, mm, I don't know. I'll say I, made, I wrote the notes for this part of it for that because I wanted to make sure I got it right when we were saying it because it is like it's nice that it's back. But I was like, I'm going to mess it up otherwise. And um, for those of you who know, I worked quick service. So yeah. quick service food beverage is what I looked at every day. So that's why no. I wrote my acronym. Sorry. That makes sense. So for the quick service plan, it makes sense. There's only quick service food available. So you get a snack, a resort mug, and then two quick service meals per day. Um, obviously, because it's in the name. Then <laughs> we can go to the regular dining plan. A lot of people will call it like the table service dining plan, because this is the one where you get to actually sit down and eat. Um, so this would be $94 and 28 cents, around 95 if you can round up. This includes one quick service food or beverage, haha, -ha, I got it this time, one table service, one snack, and one resort mug. So I will tell you, I don't know if Sydney would agree, if you do not eat a lot of food, please don't do the dining plan, because yes, that's a lot of food, guys. I mean, it doesn't matter which one you're doing, like two quick service meals a day, that's a little better with one snack, that's tolerable, but the portions at Disney, 
are either astronomically large or minuscule. So like, <laughs> I don't know, personally, my mom and I will like split meals a lot so that we can experience more foods and try all of the different things. So that's our only setback on doing this because my mom actually just asked me if we wanted to do this when we were there in April um, so that we could go ahead and have all of our food paid for before we go. And part of me is like, yes, because I'm taking a friend who's never been before, so she'd be able to experience more restaurants and stuff. But then the other part of me is like, she's not going to be able to experience as much food because we're going to be there at the time of Flower and Garden. And so she's not going to be able to experience all of those foods. And are they going to let us break down those meals for snacks like they used to? Like, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. So back in the olden days, if you had a meal left, they would break it down into a certain amount of snacks. And then you could go, you could buy prepackaged snacks and you could take them home with you. So you're not actually losing money when you leave. I don't know if they're going to do that now because it's been so long since the dining plan has been available. So I've seen things saying no. I know, but it hasn't even started back up. Yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I guess it makes the most sense for them to not, but it's also kind of frustrating because you already paid for it. So why not just, I don't know. So it has definitely highs and lows, uh, but definitely a really cool experience. If you've always wanted to do like a lot of sit-down restaurants at Disney, it's going to be your better like money side um, to do that. Because you can get like insanely expensive meals for nothing. So would recommend for sure if you've never done it. Now I will say there's definitely some price things because it was less expensive. Like the most expensive one used to be like $60. At that point in time, it made more sense. Now it's like you can kind of get that food depending on where you're eating. Yeah, I think we kind of talked about that in the past. We had said that, like, it's only really beneficial if you're going to restaurants like Cinderella's Royal Table or um, whatever. But even for Cinderella's Royal Table, you have to use two table service passes in order to do that. Um, So I guess if you're really wanting to do that with your little kid because they love the princesses and they want to go inside the castle, okay, yeah. But honestly, that's one of the more expensive restaurants that you can do on it for this like dining plan so i think it would only make sense if you're wanting to do really high-end places for the dining plan personally i mean we didn't always do dining plan because we did a lot of times but we didn't always because we were two younger girls who were fairly picky eaters and it's only the four of us so it didn't make sense for us to do it every time when we would do it we would bring home so many extra snacks though because we would tend to split things not all get them and all of that stuff and we would get the resort mugs we've got lots of resort mugs and then we would sometimes do i don't know if they'll allow you to do this because we would do more than one table service in a day we would end up doing that stuff but even at like our normal table service that we like to do is the germany pavilion the beer garden there and that's i think it's 60 something a person ish i forget i know i've checked um but even that it's like well my quick service and my snacks. So, yeah, I guess it could work to that price a day. But if you're not doing those, if you're like, because that's our, we really only do a couple sit downs anymore. Yeah. We don't same. need to do a sit down every day. So, it's like, is it worth it? Not necessarily. But then, if you want to do a table service at all, it's kind of awkward to do the quick service plan because you feel like you're already paying for that. Yeah. No, so, I, for sure. I think the best thing is if it was 
the free one that you can apply for. Like if you fit into that category because you're going for those dates, you're there at that time, you're buying those packages, definitely I think go for it if you want to try it for the first time. I don't know if it would be worth it to try it and pay all that money for the first time. I think maybe going during the free time would be your better bet to get an idea if you think it would be beneficial for your family to use that kind of a thing in the future. But I don't know. It's really expensive, especially now that I'm paying for my own things. I'm like, wow, I'm poor. <laughs> but Miss Annual Pass over here, I'll be joining you soon on the Annual Pass train. I'm buying my own come March is when mine expires. I'll be buying my own then. My parents are in Disney all the time, and I'm like, you are living, like, your best life and the life I wish you could live, but um, I have to pay bills, so I can't do that all the time. Right? Yeah. I have to work. But they're going to be there again. I'm actually, my parents are there, like I said, right now, they just did two days in Disney, and then did, like, Disney Springs and a couple other things when they were done with stuff during the day. Then they're going to be there again for a couple days in a month. Like, I'm jealous. Yeah. What a dream. Too bad I have a job. (laughs) In all fairness, again, this one is a my dad's down there for a conference. So they tacked on an, a day on either end. So that's not like it's they went down for Disney. He went down for other stuff, too. Yeah. Which helps when you can do things like that where it's not Disney related. It helps to do that. But, yeah, the quick service or the, the quick service plan. I feel like is what. More bang for your buck if you're not a table service like traveler but if you want to do any table service you kind of have to do that one but then you also have to do one every day or yep and that takes a big chunk of your time y'all like it it really does it takes at least like 45 minutes of your time if not more depending on where you are the character meals they try and shove you out pretty fast but some of the other more nice sit downs um they they try to be i don't know i would say kind to your time because they know you're spending all of that money to eat there um but yeah it takes a decent amount of time and you do have to abide by when you get the reservation for and like you're not even guaranteed just because you have table service that maybe you want to eat at boma but while you're there there's no guarantee you're gonna eat at boma just because you have the table service plan you have to get a reservation for boma while you're there but at least we yeah. don't have to worry about park reservations anymore. So yeah. that we don't have to worry uh, about. It was a segue for you. Thank you. Up on the night. Um, any guests with park hopper or annual pass will be able to park hop at any time. So Woo-hoo. if you buy the basic pass that doesn't say park hopper, you still can't park hop. Just nope. so you know, you have to buy the park hopper pass to be able to hop. But you'll be able to do it at any time during the day, whenever you want, to whatever park, capacity, consider. They're like, if it, obviously, if they hit capacity, you can't go in the park. But when do they hit capacity? But, like, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, Past that, like, Christmas, some of the parks weren't even at capacity on Christmas, I don't think. So, like, 98% of the time, 364 days a year, you can park out to any park at all times. Yes. Um. To go along with that, which we are so excited, park hopping is back. You don't have to wait till 2 o'clock. Since reopening during COVID, you had to wait until after 2 to park hop. Um, And right as COVID, like, right as reopening happened, they were a lot stricter on that, too, as they started to allow park hop. Um, But once park hopping came back, uh, they, you had to... 
a lot more things were at capacity, I think, is they weren't allowing you to just park hop. They had to make sure there weren't too many people in the park and all that, too, yeah. at the time. Yeah. So the other thing that comes with park hopping being open is the virtual queue lines will be changing. So because you don't have, like, the specific park reservations for a certain park, you can try for any virtual queue line you want in the morning. So if you're planning on starting at Magic Kingdom, then you're planning on going to... If you're planning on park hopping at all, even if you're starting at Magic Kingdom and going to Epcot, you could still put in for Guardians. Now, yep. you can't be in line. You can't try virtual queue for more than one thing. You can only be in one virtual queue. But that doesn't stop you from buying one and virtual queuing the other at the other park. And even if you get in the morning, you say, okay, then I'll go there first. Yep. You can just switch around. Yeah. The whole new ball game we're going to have to learn. <laughs> And I'm like, because I'm, we did this a lot. I mean, when we went down pre all this, pre Genie Plus, pre everything, when you would sprint from one side of the park to the other side of the park, half your family goes one way, half of them go the other. We would always, with the four of us, it would normally be like, some of us would go get a fast pass from one ride. Some of us would go in line for another. And then like, as we walked past, we would grab another fast pass if we were allowed. Yep. And that's how it worked. But now that you have this, it's like, okay, I'm used to being able to park, only park hop at two. Yeah. Which is going to be a sigh of relief that we can park hop anytime. But yeah. add in virtual queue and that's a little more weird. I don't know if you agree. No, I agree. It gets a little more stressful for sure. I miss, okay, am I the only one who misses having to sprint across and not having to wait in line for virtual queue on your phone? I know sprinting across the park. I, I, I would agree that I'm the same. I, I don't I don't like the virtual queue because I feel like it ugh, I feel like it messes up like 90% of the time. And I'll be sitting in the app like refreshing, 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 and the person next to me will get it, but I won't get it. Or I do feel bad for people who don't know anything about Disney, I will say. And then they take their family and they're like, wait, I thought I could just get on the ride. And I'm like, no, dude, you had to be a part of the virtual queue at seven this morning when you were in bed. Um, <laughs> like, I feel bad yeah. for those families, I will say. So I, I think it's a love-hate relationship with the whole thing. You do usually end up waiting in line anyway when you do the virtual Oh, queue. yeah. Like, for Tron, oh, my gosh, oh, yeah. we waited in line for 30 to 45 minutes, even though we did the virtual queue. Like, it was stupid. So... I don't know. I've got I've got feelings. <laughs> it depends on I the grade. If you get a virtual queue, you shouldn't have that long of a line. You should control it better. It is what it is. But with what you said about not knowing, I had a dear friend go in December. Yeah, it was just December, I guess. And she's like, Sydney, how's this work? I was like trying to explain it to her, going, Okay, this is you have to do this. And then it's, you have the option, there is the option to pay for it, like I said earlier, like if you want to have a lightning lane, you can still buy a lightning lane for these, but no one wants to buy a lightning lane too, if you can get in the virtual queue. Yeah. So, I'm just happy that you can park up again. Like the world is going back to normal, and it's 2024. The world is finally going somewhat more back to normal than it was before. I feel like this is the last, these are the last of the Disney things to go back to what I'm going to consider normal because some of the things are never genie plus is never going away. Things like that, that we wish would go away in 2024 things that are never going to could be a whole nother episode and a whole nother list. 
But yep. those things are here to stay. Any final thoughts or other things that we missed that you know are coming in 2024? I don't think so. I'm excited to see all the new things that are coming for our podcast and for Disney this year. I'm excited. We've got lots of cool guests planned for you guys, and we're really excited to invite them onto our show and continue to grow our community. So keep an eye out for those things on our stories. Yes, we've got so many awesome people that we're working on scheduling, and it's going to be amazing. And some people that I have followed for years that I cannot wait to introduce everyone in our listens, listeners to. So thanks so much for listening today, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at World of This Podcast and give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or wherever you're listening. Again, thanks so much, and we hope you have a magical week. Bye, everyone.